Looks like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, people? Welcome into the Fantasy Football Smackdown. It's Tuesday, which means we're talking waiver wire on today's show. I'm your host, Kyle August. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8. The playoffs are here, baby. Hopefully you're in it. Hopefully you have that first round by and you're not even worrying about setting lineups this week. It's been a great season so far here on the Fantasy Football Smackdown and the DWZ Network. Appreciate you guys tuning in every single week. Support. It's been awesome. And uh, let's bring home some ships. It all starts right here, right now. So, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see all these names, percentages, and rankings here on the screen. If you're not watching on YouTube, it's not too late to jump in, have some fun with us as we wrap up the season here. Of course, uh, you're going to have your usual schedule of programming here on the network. I'm going to be back on Thursday with some start-sit shows as well, and we're going to continue to do waiver wire sniping here on the Fantasy Football SmackDown, even as... The field has been trimmed, and we're entering the fantasy playoffs. Of course, no teams on by in Week 15, but little PSA, there are two Saturday games, so you're going to have four teams playing on Saturday, so you're going to have to make some tough lineup decisions a little bit earlier than usual. Just make sure you are prepared. Make sure you have those backup contingency plans in place, and obviously pay attention to the news. A lot of COVID news coming down the pipe today on Monday, uh, as far as Tuesday goes, there could be more news as well. So any of these adjustments to these rankings or new players that could be relevant, just make sure to pay attention um, and tuned in. All right, top three ads regardless of position. Again, 50% ownership is the threshold for me. Number one is Rashad Penny. Penny at 21% owned, led the team in carries, had a monster game with two touchdowns, and that was, of course, against the Houston Texans. But regardless of position, I'm adding Rashad Penny wherever he is available, even if I don't need him. You can never have too many running backs. KJ Osborne is the number two priority for me, regardless of position at 38% owned. Had a nice game on Thursday night. Don't forget about him. A lot of people forget those Thursday players. And number three on this list, a distant third, in my opinion, is Amon Ross St. Brown. Targets have been stacking up for him, so he's worth a look, uh, especially in those PPR leagues. Now let's dive into the positional rankings at quarterback. Still just at 50%. I don't know why, but Taysom Hill. I don't know why you wouldn't believe in this guy for fantasy purposes, 24 fantasy points and his two starts. He gets Tampa this week, followed by Miami and Carolina. He's a top 10 quarterback. Every time he's the starter, you plug him in. If you need a quarterback still this late in the game, or you're the Lamar Jackson owner, just in case Jimmy G is number two on this list for me at 30% only gets the Atlanta Falcons. who have given up the second most fantasy points on the year to the position and Jimmy G enters this contest with exactly two passing touchdowns in five of his last six gets the Falcons, Titans and Texans to wrap up the year. So Jimmy G could be a solid option for you. Um, if you're still struggling at the quarterback position, maybe you're rolling with Derek Carr, somebody like that who hasn't been good as of late. Number three on this list is Tua going up against the Jets coming off the bye. 17 plus fantasy points in his last two games. And of course, the matchup is beautiful for him. Ben Roethlisberger, been hot as of late, 19 fantasy points or more in three of his last four. Gets the Titans at home, 22% owned. And number five on this list, I debated Taylor, Taylor Heineke, uh, who was dealing with the injury. Uh, he's a little bit more owned, but I think with upside here, you got to go with Justin Fields. Obviously, this is the best of the best. Yes, there's consolation brackets, toilet bowls, all of those things. But if you're a playoff team and you're looking for some upside, Justin Fields against the Vikings 
uh, in Chicago, 19% owned. Minnesota has given up 18 or more fantasy points to five of the last seven quarterbacks they have faced and three passing touchdowns to each of the last two QBs they've faced. Justin Fields is at number five. So Taysom Hill, Jimmy G, Tua, Big Ben, and Justin Fields wrap up the quarterback priorities for this week. At running back, number one, of course, is Rashad Penny. Mentioned him earlier, led the team with 16 carries. Uh, Alex Collins was active, not on the injury report, and saw very little work. Adrian Peterson's really the only question mark. If he's active, does Penny still get the lion's share? Uh, but for now, I think you got to lean into it. Rashad Penny, 21% owned. Go get him. Uh, spend that money on him. J.D. McKissick, 47% owned after missing the last two games with a concussion. Uh, you'd expect that he would return here this week, so i got to put him at number two because he's sub-50%. Amir Abdullah, 11% owned. Yes, Hubbard had the better fantasy day, but the Carolina backfield shaped up that Abdullah was being used on the passing down. He had more snaps. He had four targets to zero targets for Hubbard. Still got mixed in on some carries, and I expect Carolina to be playing from behind. Amir Abdullah at 11% owned is number three on my list. The last three guys here I don't necessarily love, but if you have an extra roster spot, I don't mind taking a shot at De'Ernest Johnson at 13% owned with Cream Hunt hurt. Could be multiple weeks is not looking good for this week on the shorter week since Cleveland plays on Saturday. So Darius Johnson, if anything else, is, an, is a, a handcuff that you want to add just in case. Ty Johnson of the Jets, it sounds like Carter could be back for them, the rookie, after missing three games with the ankle. Uh, but if he's not, Johnson still could be the guy there at 29% owned. And Craig Reynolds, so if you ask me who the hell Craig Reynolds was before Sunday, I would have guessed one of the cousins on Always Sunny in Philadelphia or some shit. But uh, anyway, Craig's rental at 1% owned. He led the team in rushing for the Lions. Uh, you can go take a shot on him as Jefferson saw very little work on Sunday. Wide receiver. I got eight wide receivers for you guys. I mentioned K.J. Osborne, 38% owned. 16 targets the, over the last two weeks. Uh, 12 fantasy points in both of those last two games as well. With Adam Thielen dealing with a high ankle sprain, I expect Osborne to be the guy. And he's a guy that you can plug and play as a solid wide receiver three. Amon Ross St. Brown, 12% owned, 12 targets in each of the last two games. Gets Arizona, Atlanta, and Seattle last three weeks of the season. This guy's been leading the Lions charge at the position. Number three is Gabriel Davis, 3% owned, available everywhere. Back-to-back -back games with a touchdown. Saw eight targets on Sunday against the Buccaneers. And Emmanuel Sanders has already been ruled out for week 15. Gabe Davis could be a solid flyer as well, number three on this list. Sterling Shepard returned from injury, 26% owned, played 80% of the snaps. Uh, that giant offense is pretty inept, but I'd still take a shot on Shepard if you need it in a PPR league as a low end three. Rashad Bateman, the rookie at 36% owned. A lot of question marks about Lamar, but Bateman went off for seven for 103. Uh, but all those targets pretty much came late in that comeback effort. So I'm a little bit more hesitant to trust Bateman right out of the gate again after we kind of faded him a bit over the last couple of weeks, lack of production. Number six on this list is fellow rookie Josh Palmer, who blew up on Sunday without Keenan Allen in the lineup. He's 2% owned. I expect Allen to be back uh, this week. So Palmer's way down the list, but I think you stash him just in case you have, if you have an extra roster spot, speculative add just in case there. Uh, he was the, he was the receiver playing in two wide receiver sets. Guyton had a nice day as well, but was mainly used in three wide receiver sets. Number seven at 46% owned is Devonte Parker five for 62 on five targets in his first game back just a couple weeks ago, back at it against the Jets this week. And Alan Lazard, who had 13 targets over the last two weeks, Orlando Cobb banged up or out. He went six for 75 and one against the Bears on Sunday night. Lazard is 4% owned. 
at tight end, please, God, I hope you do not have to re- re- have to uh, count on any of these guys. But I'm going Conklin against the Bears at 47% on at number one. CJ Uzama at number two here at 14% on against the Broncos. I don't really like either of these guys. With Thielen out, you got to think Conklin might get a few more looks, but he's really a touchdown or bust. And Uzama has six targets in each of the last two weeks, but has very has done very little with it. Those would probably be my guys. Looking at James Oshak Hennessy against the Texans. He's 1% owned. He also has six targets over the last two weeks, but that offense cannot move the damn ball. And Austin Hooper at 41% owned. I'm put him on this list just in case. If David Njoku did miss the Week 15 game as well, Hooper would probably jump to the top of this list, to be honest. But with it being COVID, you have to expect that he could be back this week, and that leaves Hooper out in the cold. Last but not least, we got the DSTs, and the number one far and away is going to be, as mentioned on a few of these other players, the Miami Dolphins coming off the bye week, getting the New York Jets at home, 48% owned. Obviously widely owned there. It's going to be tough to stream DSTs this week, so hopefully you already have one. But going Miami at number one, Carolina Panthers at number two, 41% owned against Buffalo. This is super speculative. If the Buffalo Bills are without Josh Allen for whatever reason, they would have to start Mitch Trubisky. We all know that name, and Carolina would be a playable DST. If Josh Allen's active, nix this. You can look better uh, elsewhere. Number three, though, would be the Cincinnati Bengals at 16% owned. It's going to be on the road against Denver, but you have to expect low total there. Uh, from the Denver offense. So there you have it, Dolphins, Panthers, Bengals. And what do you know, 10 minutes, wrapping it up, waiver wire for week 15. It's like we've been here. It's like we've done this. Let's pick up a W this week. Let's move on. Let's get to those semifinals. Or if you're like me, if you're like some of you out there, you're just chilling, got that first round bye week already. Why the hell not? Um, But uh, yeah, let's keep marching towards the finals there. I will be back on Thursday with a start set live, 7 p.m. Eastern time here on the YouTube channel. So if you're not tuned in, if you haven't hung out with us live, you need to 7 p.m. Eastern time. Looking forward to hanging out with you guys. But of course, tomorrow, Wednesday, you're going to have the DWZ, the Dynasty Warzone, Memphis and Jerry. I'm sure we bringing it once again. So with that, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. I will catch you guys later on in the week. Peace.